That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. So what are you looking at, man? Oh, there's a bubble in this thing. And it was just, it's weird. <laughs> it's making you happy. <laughs> this bubble making me. Make me happy. <laughs> Bro, so we hadn't gone to the dispensary down the street from our house in like forever. Because there's one like uh, on 35th and and Southern. Yeah. And uh, we've been going to the one in Tempe for so long. And I like we haven't wanted to go that far. So that's why we've been like out of everything in the house. Two, three. So, yeah, we've we've been out of all of our our stuff in the house. And uh, um, just because we didn't want to go all the way to Tempe. But I don't even know why we started going to this place to begin with. I don't know. Anyway, Crystal was out at this, uh, I think it's called like brunch bar or something. I, it's some restaurant up here Yeah. yeah. Uh, that they just opened. And it's like, like walking into a club on the weekend, but on a Sunday morning when you're eating brunch. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, super weird. Um, but... I think that's like a thing because there's this place downtown called breakfast bitch. That's the exact same way. Like they got live DJ and they're just playing fucking like music. Like if you're at a club at night, drinking, and it's going hard and you're, yeah. And that's what you're doing. You're yeah. drinking, which I guess makes sense because the only reason people go out to brunch really is from mimosas. Get drunk, get drunk. And they the, must in the have seen, day drinking. they must have seen this yeah, scene and they were like, like, you know what? Who's going to brunch and getting drunk in the daytime? Okay, conservative people just want to, you know, have a little fun, but they're not like, you know, crazy. And where do we make our most money, though? From From the people going out at night, getting all drunk and crazy and spending too much. And that's their idea is like, I'm going to go out and get drunk tonight. I think it's from the brunch people. They're like, dude, these people are wild. They want more. Well, yeah, this is what I'm saying is is like, they're like, you know what? Let's, Let's make a market for these people. To have an excuse to get all fucking crazy. Uh, dude, when's the last... And la- it's easy. We just put a DJ in the morning. When's the last time you went to a brunch? This or weekend. Before that, though. A while? Uh, the weekend before, I think. You, oh, so you guys are the audience. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I don't like going to those places. I've been to them. No, but I'm saying you... I'm not saying that place, but brunch in general. You yeah, like that during idea? brunch time. Brunch, you, is, brunch is great, man. You love brunch? It's it, the ability to get breakfast, but, you know, into your lunch so you don't have to... Like, you could sleep in. <laughs> you like that. And you that. can wake up. Breakfast food is the best food. I love breakfast food. It's the best food. Yeah, that's why it's like the most important meal of the day. Not because it's like good for you to have a breakfast to start your day, but it's because it's the best. Well, it's breaking the fast. You're fasting. You're yeah, sleeping. Yeah, if you want to so, like break it down, yeah. I'm just saying it tastes good. That's what it is. Because <laughs> that, that's where it comes from. It's the you know fasting overnight. You're not eating for eight to whatever hours. More like five for me. But you're breaking the fast. You're eating something. You're hungry. You woke up. You want some energy. You know. Go, go, no, go. I get it. I get it. But the food itself is the best. Like, you know, oh, pancakes no and waffles no and, and egg sandwiches and just French omelets, toast. French toast. Muffins. You can get like steak Fruit. and eggs, biscuits and gravy. 
Yeah, you, you, you can bacon? do Bacon? Did we say bacon yet? Chicken and waffles? Oh, my God, yes. You can do whatever you want. There's so there much is, great stuff. People have taken breakfast to the ends of the earth. You can do whatever you want. And then for like, you know, you, it's, a good, it's an excuse to hang out with your friends who were too busy to go out that night for work or some shit. But it's like, you know what? We can get mimosas tomorrow morning. Are you an egg person? You like eggs? Oh, I love eggs. Crystal, eggs she's, awesome. she's not like, she likes eggs if she's going out and stuff. But if I'm like at home, I'm like, let me cook some eggs. She's like, I don't, I don't want eggs. Like, I want an egg sandwich. Let me cook an egg sandwich any time yeah. of the day. I can eat eggs over for easy egg all day long, and I'll be fine. How, what, I love you, it. you scramble eggs or over easy eggs? Uh, if I do an egg sandwich, I scramble it. You like scrambled? Yeah, I'll scramble it up. Oh, so this is just all egg. You could do like a slice of ham, cook the ham, and then throw some over easy egg on top. I could do that yeah. if it was a thick enough ham, like if it was like a yeah, ham steak or something there you go. for it. I feel like if I do that, or, there has to be a protein, like the egg becomes a side product to the sandwich. The main event is is the protein in there. Like, so, you know, you see that yeah. on a on like a hamburger. Yeah, that's you what know. you're doing. Or you could do the muffin, you know, get a muffin, get some bacon, cook mm-hmm. up an egg, throw some egg in there. For some reason, the over easy egg fits better when you start doing sandwiches. But if you're just doing all egg which I've done. I remember being a kid, just making a whole pot of like a whole pan of eggs and then just smashing two breads and eating it. Dude, like I love that too. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, her and her friend were at this uh, brunch place that day. And uh, he was like, I want to come over and I want to try that, that vaporizer you got. Yeah. With the um, balloons and shit. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, well, if you, we, we don't have any weed. So if he wants to do that, you need to stop at the dispensary right there where you are. And I need to tell her like this because, like, she hates going and, and shopping weird. like this it's, on her it's own. It's a little weird. And I'm yeah, like, maybe she, she'll be fine because she's with her friend. You yeah. Know? Yeah, and, that helps. And he probably knows what he's doing. Um, Dude, I re- do you remember? She, she feels like she doesn't. Do you remember the first time you walked in one of those stores? Wasn't it kind of weird? I love walking in those stores no, but I'm saying it's my first time. <laughs> no, but... The, yeah, I, yeah, I love. I, I ask questions all the time, but like, I'm just saying, like, what you're like, oh, okay, because you know, like, it you could be overwhelming. It's just you have this like underlying, like, I'm doing something bad. I don't know why, like, because you've been programmed your whole life. I feel like for me, when it became legal, because I never felt that that weed was bad for you. I never did it. Because, like, I'm not about to go find a drug dealer and pay some dude some money for some weed. <laughs> Why but, um, because it just wasn't me, you know. <laughs> but when it started becoming like medical and like, oh, I have a friend with a medical card and he has it, I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I'll smoke with you or I'll try. That's it. how you started. Uh, yeah, that's how yeah. I did it. It was the edibles, really. Like, they'd bring the edibles and it felt because it's candy. Edibles felt a little bit, you know, safer to me. A little bit, I realized they treat. weren't. Edibles are, are not safe for you. A brownie, you know. Like, I know. Yeah. But it's um, just a dessert. So when it was legal and I went into dispensary for the first time, I was like more like giddy and excited. So I was like, oh, yeah, I could do this. And Yeah, and yeah it's there's like, excitement. There is this underlying excitement. But and, I don't think it was like any nerves about like, what am I getting? 
am I really getting this stuff? <sighs> My mom's going to get mad at me. No. No, no. <laughs> it's just an underlying. It's like it's it's layered. So you have all these kind of, you're in a weird place. You're standing in line. You got, you're looking around. You're not familiar with everything. You don't know everything. Like this is, remember the first, first time, you know, mm-hmm. like, so you're still learning a lot. And then you're like around other people. And then you're like, oh, yeah, we're all here getting this, huh? You fucking stoners. Like, <laughs> and you're like, just it's just layered on, like, and that's just one of the layers, you know? Like, I remember when, you know, you if you were smoking with your friends and then you saw somebody and you had to run, you, you know, like, you know. The like, stigma was definitely there about it all. I mean, especially, like, in in school, they, yeah. they always, like, kind of. Um, you went through the D.A.R.E. program. I mean, the, that's what the programming was. Right. Yeah, I did dare. I was yeah. a dare kid. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was there. They would come to the school. They make all hoopla about it, and yeah. So you just have this like feeling. You're like, oh, I don't know, man. They told me it's a, it's a not a good. I'm not supposed to do this, you know. But I am. So you know, because it's okay, you know. But I'm supposed to think it's not okay. So I think I'll just. Uh, I'll do it anyways, you know, like, so I don't know. It's just all these, like, weird, and it's the first time. So then after a while, you're like, yeah, whatever, dude, just give me the shit. What you got? <laughs> you know, like, you just, yeah, yeah, what's the deal? So let me see what's up. Give me some gummies. I want some, I want some uh, mango rings. I want some, uh, what else you got? You got, do you ever get into the pastries or the drinks? I have messed with the drinks, like, a couple times. I think we were in San Francisco, and they gave it to us as, like, a free thing yeah like it was like a gift did you like any of them um it was like seltzer i'm not i'm not a big fan of seltzer that's what they seem to make a lot of these i I wanted i should have this one place i went to i mean a lot of places have it but they had like hot sauce and other shit like that and i was like i should have got some i've had it in rice krispies and brownies cookies um the the powder you can add to like your drink and shit um Gummies, obviously, chocolate. I feel like gummies have always been my favorite way of ingesting edibles. Just gummies. easier. Oh, banana bread. That was actually really good. That yeah, was my favorite. Dude, there's a place I go to that makes like fresh bakery like goods. Like they got like tiramisu and like they got like cheesecake and like yeah, dude. Like they make like a it's like a bakery is making this stuff, dude, and they infuse it with a can of butter. You know, like just, that's the butter ingredient and whatever they're making, and then they make it. Mm-hmm. But um, well, yeah, I saw this a YouTube channel um back in the day where they showed you how to make edibles and they showed you all the, so you start with, with infusing an ingredient and then you use that ingredient to make something. So they made Mac and cheese, uh, like infused Mac and cheese. And the way they did that was you could use a butter. Yeah. The can of butter. Instead they made, um, they infused milk. So you can infuse milk with weed. And then that's your ingredient that you add. Yes. And then that's your ingredient. And the, the idea was that they use the milk to, I don't know. I think it was something to do with making the cheese itself. So the cheese is what had the infusion to it instead, not the macaroni. There's a good vice show that uh, bong appetit where they, they show all the different ways they're making real dishes like lasagna or something and they infuse it. I know that what was it? Netflix had like a cooking competition show where they had to use um, weed like in their ingredients. 
And some of these people were making like, you know, chef based fucking yeah, yeah, foods these are and stuff. Professional chefs or chefs in a kitchen. And then they're working with like a guy that knows about different buds. So then he's like, this has a, this kind of hint or the, the cook will tell him I'm looking for this. And then he's like, well, what about this? And he'll, he'll bring him like, they had like a whole pantry full of different weeds, dude. And he would bring one out. Like, oh yeah, this would fit better. This gives it like a tangy, like, because the chef knows smells. So he knows what smells good. So he's matching the smells with the food. And like, so like some of the times it would just be oils or sometimes it would be, um, they would just throw the shit in there, dude. Like <laughs> they would just like the flour in there. Cause like, you know, some dishes, you know, you would use oregano or something like that. Like you could be like that, you know, or, um, right. Yeah. So it all, there's different ways you can infuse. I remember which is seeing cool. uh, one of the episodes where they, um, had the, uh, they wanted to infuse, like you smoke dish, like you could put smoke over yeah, dishes and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they wanted to do this over their, uh, whatever their main course or something. And so they had like a big fan and they were like um, smoking it out, but they, I guess, smoked too much. Like there was too much smoke that the studio that they're filming this thing in was starting to get like hot boxed. <laughs> and so they had to like close everything down, open the gates and, and pull clear these giant ass fans in to clear out all the fucking smoke. That's funny. Hilarious. But, but yeah, it was a lot of interesting things there. But, um, this uh this dispensary down the street oh yeah (laughs) the one thing i wanted to tell you is that uh (laughs) they bought it was a half half an ounce okay yeah 14 yeah half an ounce so she actually bought one ounce she bought a whole ounce of of with two different strains so it's half an ounce each uh, how much would that cost? It just depends uh, how good it is. I mean, it could be anywhere from 200, 300, 400, 500. I mean, it could be if you get a good deal, 100 bucks. I don't know. Like the stuff we just smoked, she got she got all that for 100. Okay. That's not bad. That's a really good deal. Yeah. If it's good shit, for sure. It was good. Did, yeah. you, did you think it was good? Yeah. I don't know, I felt like I feel good. whatever we smoked too. <laughs> this session we just did, like didn't hurt my throat as much. Like usually I, okay. I start coughing towards the end. I yeah. suppose this was like a lot smoother to smoke. I don't know. Maybe I did a really good job packing this and rolling this yeah. one. It could be the strain too. You feel good. And I, I'd say write it down. Write yeah. that shit down. It's a then. sativa. It sits in there. But uh, the only it's reason I know is because it came in the bag and I was like, okay, that's cool. We usually, we've been getting these jars. So I'm used to seeing like the jar sizes. And uh, I think it's actually more than half than an ounce. No, it had to be announced, right? It's the legal limit. Uh, for recreation, I think that's yeah. all they can give you. Yeah. So I think that's what she got. She went in there, walked out with a whole ounce, um, two different bags. She spent $100. I was like, fuck. And she's like, oh, yeah. And they remodeled the place. Like, they made it, like, super fucking fancy. It's nice. And I think they had this same deal last time. Um, me and Rob had walked in, and I think I paid $50 for, uh, for half an ounce. Yeah, yeah they're, they're giving you the hookups. They want you to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And, and I remember Rob making a comment being like, wow, it was a great deal. It and is. We smoked that shit, too. That was uh, when we did that game night. Yeah. Do we got, do you want another one of those? I'm down, man. I'm we got to pick a fucking date and do it. Yeah. For sure. For sure, for sure. I want to say next weekend. I want to buy like a mobile next screen You know or what? Something. 
I bet I can get Crystal to do it for my birthday. Like, give me the option. Oh, like, hey, that's shit. what I want to do for my birthday. We're going to do it. That's the uh, last weekend of the month. Of May? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll uh, I'll put it on my calendar. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say, man. Was I think it was a pretty good deal. Just check it out. For sure. Yeah. We will do that. Spent like 16 minutes trying to say that. Because I love the weed. <laughs> hey, man, who doesn't? Right. Weed is great. Makes you a better person. I right? think so. Makes you nice, thoughtful. Yeah. You stare at a bird and you're like, what's up, bird? I never haven't met anybody who's on weed and like caused a fucking fight or got all fucking pissed off and broke shit. Or It's hard to do, but you can. I'm not saying you can't. <laughs> you can overcome the good feelings. But I feel like I haven't seen anybody just strictly on weed and only weed and get all fucking aggravated. Which is crazy. That's what they started the reefer madness was. That the, all these people were getting high and committing crimes and fucking people up. And Reefer madness? I don't think I remember that one. That's how the whole banning of of marijuana started they first they named it wrong called it marijuana which is spanish for like a wild tobacco it's not even that's not even weed so they always called it hemp and they used hemp to make clothes and make robes and make paper they they can use hemp for all kinds so farmers were always using this and they just called it something else and they called it more writing stories in the paper saying that people were getting all hyped up on this drug and they were raping and killing and, you know, attacking people on the street and it was reefer madness, you know, like that was a whole propaganda that they started with uh, this shit, but it's just a fucking plant, dude. It's so weird. A plant, you ban, ban plants, you know, ban plants. Ban plants, ban plants, ban plants. Ban plants, ban plants, ban yeah. plants. Now I'm just thinking about bands, that plant. Yeah. What kind of band? Like rubber bands? No, I'm thinking like like rock bands and and they have their own plants. Yeah. Like there's a there's a panic at the disco flower out there that you can get now. I was thinking about plants that have like bands, you know, and they're like working out like Groot or something. You see Groot's all buff now in the new Gardens of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Did did we talk about how that Groot is not Groot that we first were introduced to? I haven't seen any trailers, so I don't know anything about it. No, no, no. What I mean is, like, so you remember in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, Groot died at the end, right? Yeah, and he and just has a stick and he regrows it. He didn't regrow. That's his offspring. Oh, okay. So that's like a flowering bud or something. Yeah, that Groot. That we have now that we've seen grow up from a little baby group is not OG group from the first movie. This is a different group. Like this his is son a whole different. Something. Yeah, it's like his son. Yeah. Um, so which is the reason this group has it looks a lot different. Like he's a different face. Yeah. And he's different got a different body, body type. type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because he's not the same group that that we originally had. But they which, still Use Vin Diesel's voice? Or yeah, no? it's still Vin okay. Diesel's voice. He plays Groot. He's got the Groot voice. Yeah, and of course this Groot can only say Groot. But yeah. they just fucking change his voice for it. But yeah, he's a different Groot altogether. Also, um, interesting yeah. to know because not many people know that. There is a cut scene at the end of the second one, right? Where he's like, clean up your room. And he's like, I am Groot. And he's like, you don't backtalk me. Like, yeah, yeah. 
like, <laughs> he said something like that. Fucking raising teenager. Yeah, he's like, damn, now I know what uh, what to want to do, whatever was going through when he was raising me. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck, what was that guy's name? Something ending with the no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember, but yeah, it's it's like the full circle now. He's raising a That's teenager. That's life, man. Yeah. It's fucking life. Yeah, right. That's what we're here for. It's going to fly right by you. You make some babies and then they It's going to stop. It's going to wave and it's going to be like, see ya. And then you shrink. Isn't that weird that your body shrinks? Like old people no, are shrinking. No, that makes sense. You think gravity is just fucking Fuck you yeah. up? Or you think it's just weaker? And you're not stretching. So you think that it's just gravity's um, years of abuse or is it more you, you can't withstand it anymore? Gravity. I think it's a little bit of both. And then, of course, compresses like your back. Yeah, over time, your body's just getting compressed. That's why you're taller in the morning. Yeah, yeah. are you? Mm-hmm. And you're taller when you're in space. Well, yeah, you have no pressure at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, way taller. That's why there's like rehabilitation when astronauts come out of space. Like, can't just go straight into normal life. Yeah, yeah, they have to decompress for so many mm-hmm. weeks or whatever, right? To to get back and and. You, your your brain your doesn't work the same, which is weird. I mean, if you spend so much time in zero gravity and you're used to like, you know, taking out your pen to write something down, letting go and letting it just hang right in front of you, and now it's spinning right in front of you while you go grab something else, do something, come back, and you're just subconsciously grab your pen from thin air. Like they have astronauts that that have done that. Like they're like, okay, write your name down or or something, you know, fill out, sign this, and then they they let go of the pen to go grab something and it just falls and they're oh shit. <laughs> you got to reprogram. Yeah, they have to. Same yep. same thing that happened when they got up there. Like first time they did that, they're like, oh shit, oh no, it's gonna stay right there. They're okay. chasing it and yeah. like, get over here. <laughs> or they're trying to put it down. They're like, uh, they're trying to lean it against a wall or something. And they're yeah, like, they're like, and the the guys, the old guy has been there. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Just like, I just don't want my pen to fly around. He's let like, it let it go, man. We well, all fly around. Or spin it in place. <laughs> so you could flip it and it'll never. It was just spinning. It'll just keep mm. moving in the same. I think you have to do it like like two hands. like. Yeah. Otherwise, you give force to it. And in zero gravity, there's nothing to stop that force. Like we have air to stop the force, you know. Yeah, there's no and resistance. You roll something, gravity and air resistance on like like a little toy car or like a hot wheel it'll stop eventually but like when in space there's little there's nothing to vacuum yeah exactly so so you you throw something in space it goes until it's until it stops until it, it comes in contact with something else to and stop. and the force depending still is energy there's still energy moving like so when you hit something you don't just stop because you have kinetic energy, so that energy's got to go somewhere. So either the mass of the thing you hit is big enough to where like it moves, or or you're bigger than the thing you hit, it moves, or the thing you hit is too big for you to push, it pushes you back. Yeah. And so now you're flying in the opposite direction, unless you got like hold on to something. It's almost like a. That's like scary. A- That's why I think like space is one of the scariest things I can think of. Because, like, there's just a black void out there. Can you, like... Uh, there's you water that, in space. Uh, They're finding water in space. Oh, yeah. Just coming off of planets. And it's just floating in space. But, so, um... What was that movie? 
with Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Do you uh, know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. Was it Gravity? <laughs> yeah, Gravity. Yeah. And uh, um, Clooney. George. You remember he was like, to save her, you had to push her or something? And, so. and he's like, it's the only way. And she's like, no, no, we, we can find a different way. He's like, no, it's the only way. We're too far out. You gotta, I'm going to have to push you. I'm going to throw you. And he threw her. But in doing so, he goes fly in a different direction. And he's just lost. Yeah, because he pushed his force and forced him back mm-hmm. and it forced her forward. Because or you don't have gravity direction. or friction to stop you. Yeah. So your force still needs to go somewhere. And if it can't bounce forward the way you're pushing it, you're pushing off something and it's going to move you. Yeah. But at the same time, like it was enough to where he was able to throw her. And they want to build a base on the moon. So what is that going to do to people? There's, there's limited amount of gravity. The moon has gravity. So it would be different. Um, Yeah. Not as much. And it's, they said that dust too. There's like moon dust that gets all over you or something like that. Yeah, I think I remember hearing something like that too. Yeah, I was reading something that like some of the astronauts that got off, like they couldn't get it off of their skin. Like it was like some kind of material because there's no atmosphere on the moon. So it's it's holding like it's got weird shit. And I think there was like this conspiracy theory type thing that whatever that dust was, one of those astronauts was like allergic to it. Like he breathed it in and it like changed his mentality. And then it's like, maybe that dust was aliens. It's definitely from space, but there's stuff that can survive in space. We have stuff on Earth, like mushrooms. That's scary, too. There was that other movie with Jake Gyllenhaal where they find that fucking alien amoeba or some bullshit. And it starts killing everybody. That shit was scaring me. There's more and more space talk lately because of all the sightings and everything and the Pentagon releasing video of this and that and talking about like there's just a lot of stuff going on with that. And it's just getting more closer and closer to like a reality where we have some kind of object or some kind of being or some, you know, something from not this world, you know, right, that exists from another planet like there's more and more evidence that this is probably a real thing which i mean if you talk to any kind of like mathematician or anything that the numbers and odds are overwhelming that there is other life and we're not the only ones but you know everyone just didn't want to believe it or just say there's that's not that's not going to happen or we're too far away for any of these other you know aliens to actually visit you know, but no, they're just seeing more and more. And then as video gets better and better, people with cell phones and all that, they're recording all of these and getting more out there. So it's, I don't know, man, it's weird. There's definitely something going on out there. I mean, what do you think? You think there's a strong possibility or you think it's just all fucking bullshit? I mean, man, why not be a possibility? Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't think it is. He's like, if there is... Yeah, but what does he know? <laughs> I know, right? One of the smartest fucking... I feel like there has to be... Scientists. Like, I'm not saying like anywhere close to us, but there's got to be somewhere where something happened similar to the way we're seeing it happen today. Yeah. If that makes sense. 
What about the multiverse? What do you think about that? Different versions of you existing at the same time. That's crazy. I, I'd be really upset. You want to be the only version of you? No. I just would be upset to find out there's like a version of me that that everything's the same except he's also a ninja. That would be cool. Right? So you want to be that guy. Why are you the fucking ninja? You I want to have like ninja stars and be all like, wow. He must be in a universe that has ninja schools. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, that's the only difference is, like, ninja was a requirement in school, and now he's a ninja. Yeah. And right. it's like, oh, well, everybody's a ninja, so it's not that big of a deal. I'm like, no, fuck you, man. It's a big deal to me. It's a big deal if you're not a ninja. Right. <laughs> right. Maybe there's a version of me that never decided to grow a beard, and like, oh, I don't want to look at you. <laughs> you encounter him, he's like, what the hell did you do to yourself? What'd you do to yourself? <laughs> Why don't you have any facial hair, you freak? You freak. You bald freak. <laughs> Get away from me. I don't know. It would be it would be interesting if there was a to, to peek into a different reality. What do you think that would do to you? Would that make you want to try something different? Because you saw it working. <sighs> That's like, crazy. Oh, I could actually do that. But then I... but then there's there's if if I see my different reality and it inspires me to change my current reality and do that and, and incorporate that in some aspect. Like you're a biker and you just ride bikes and you got leather jackets and stuff. And you're like, Oh, this dude's, you know, you want to check out my bike and he's like talking to you about, and he's like, bro, just take my bike. I'll get another one. This is how I started. And it's like, like, Oh shit. He's sending me on that path. But then there's like a version of me that, that, never got to experience that at all so there's still me who decided to be a biker because i saw myself as a biker and then there's me who's just me keep going without any of that experience and there's you so that, now i've created a whole different universe by well, peaking i think it already exists right because it's infinite so like there's it doesn't a- exist until it needs to exist so there's a version of you that does the exact same thing that you just did, but then rejects it and doesn't become a biker. And then there's another version that does exactly what you did and does the exact same thing, but a little different. So, so it would be infinite. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. That there's an infinite amount of And of they don't even have to be huge changes. It could be just like you don't wear glasses or something. But it's everything is the same, but you just don't wear glasses. You know, like, I don't know. Oh, my God. I would fucking be so pissed off. <laughs> so pissed off. I was pissed off about not being a ninja for a second ago. Fuck that. I'm pissed off that there's a version of me that does not need glasses. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Who do you think he is? Fuck that guy with his perfect vision. Damn it. Yeah, he has perfect vision. He's had it his whole life. Oh, my God. How bad is your vision? It's terrible, man. So if you take the glasses off, that's it. It's I can't done. fucking. Nothing. Uh, you want to know when I can see the. All right. Let me see. Uh, You see this says two right there? Yeah, I see the two. I'll tell you when I can see the two. Okay, he's getting closer and closer to the monitor. It's it's not blurry anymore. Back here. That's like a a foot. Right there is blurry. That's about one foot away from the screen. Maybe one and a half. I need glasses. Can't live without my glasses. I used to wear contacts all the time. Remember that? Did you? 
Um, well, let me think. I don't think I remember that because I didn't see that. <laughs> no, I had contacts when I worked at the bank. Did I you? would switch between contacts and glasses. Yeah. Um, the at the old job. So I would wear contacts and then I'd switch between contacts and glasses. Uh, and then what did you like during you the pandemic? I stopped wearing contacts altogether. You think it's better for your eyes? Uh, you think it's weird to put all that stuff in your eyes? No. No? I like wearing contacts because glasses get dirty. They're smudgy. There's glares. There's always the weight of them on your face. They fall right off your now, face. Right now, like, your, your eyes are already deciding that, like, they don't want to show you your nose, right? You know that? Like, your your eyes can see your nose, but yeah. you, conscious, you subconsciously, like, erase it from your vision so you don't even know you see your nose. Yeah. yeah Eventually that happens with glasses too. And then of course it's going to happen with sunglasses. Yeah. There's a frame here. Yeah. And so now my eyes are just like totally not seeing anything outside of the frame because I'm getting used to that. So I have less uh, vision area to have because yeah. of that. But also I just, I don't, I don't enjoy them. I'd rather wear contacts, but here's the fucking crazy thing. Okay. You would you rather can wear only wear contacts for so long. Did you know that? That's what I was going to ask you, but about it being on your eyeball, like after a certain amount of like, I think it's like twelve hours, depending on the person. The, when you start wearing them, and it's, it's sooner, but your eyes dry out. And the crazy fucking thing it can is, stick right. Even if you like relubricate your eyes and whatnot, um, your eyes still dry out, and. Even if they make contacts with like breathable materials, it doesn't matter. Yeah. For whatever reason, if there's something in your eye, it's going to dry out. Yeah. Regardless of how like super hydrated these contacts are. Yeah. If the, they they can't figure out why, like why does your eye dry out? It doesn't need to dry out, but if there's something in there. It's going to dry out and it's not about like, oh, well, there's no area for it to moisten all the technology they've put into these things and they can't figure out why your eyes are going to dry out. It's got to be some kind of weird, right? It's got to be some kind of mechanism like your eye knows that there's something on it. Like there's contacts you can sleep in and stuff, but it's not good for you. No, no. Because overnights or whatever. Yeah. Because of that reason, like your eyes... They don't like anything foreign in there, no matter how comfortable, how flexible. And, and sometimes like in the at the first when you start putting them on, you know, you put them on for a second or two. After that, you get used to them for a couple hours throughout the day. Like for me, it was about like 10 hours throughout the day. I never really noticed my contacts in there. But then they start drying out. And that's when you really notice them. Like your eyes start to hurt. They get so dry. And so you want to like get home and just like take your contacts out. And then don't even tell me if you've been drinking. Like, you can feel that even more. And then there's been times I'm like, oh, I need to put my contacts in my case every night. And you got to take them out of the case every morning. And you can only have them outside of the package for X amount of time. Like, you can get ones that you toss every two weeks or you get ones you toss once a month or whatever the reason it or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. So um, it's just a hassle. To continue to get solution, clean them, put them away, because all the little bacteria and everything that they hold on, on the on the lenses themselves increase the risk of 
all these issues you can have with your eyes just in general. Yeah, and you just don't want and to so, mess so with your eyes. So it's another like nightly routine or something. But when you're like out partying or drinking or you just want to like go straight to bed, I'd always find myself throwing money down the trash because I would just pull my contacts out, toss them because it was way easier, quicker yeah. than having to uh, go through the whole process. Put it away. I don't know. I could be complaining about like the stupidest shit. People are like, what the fuck is this guy complaining about? God damn, first world problems. <laughs> it's contacts. Get over it, you dick. <laughs> and I thought about surgery, too. The LASIK. Yeah, but I don't know. I'd say uh, if it's probably a better option than contacts. Um, but I don't know what the risk factors are. I guess it depends on the people or the person, like what your eyesight is and how your eyes are. Because everybody has different eyes. Some might be more dry eyes, more sensitive eyes. Like my eyes are sensitive, dude. I don't wear it. I don't need glasses, but I wear them a lot of times because they're sensitive. I wear the blue light glasses at, at work because I'm looking at a screen and I, if I don't know, eyes, eyes are definitely sensitive, man. Yeah, well, mine are especially they get strained and people don't know too. Like they'll go and buy sunglasses and they're just tinted fucking like film on your sunglasses, right? Yeah. You have to actually like buy legit sunglasses yeah. that have UV, UV. <laughs> oh, I know. I fucked up. That sunglasses. Way. Sunglasses. <laughs> sunglasses that, sunglasses. That, that have actual UV protection. Yeah. Yeah. I always you look need for full that. Spectrum, you need to have UV protection. It matters. But you need. Um, Protect your eyes, people. What are those sunglasses? Polarized. Polarized. Polarized lenses. Shit. And you could tell because you can actually look at the yes, sun. You could see that. Well, I mean, you're not supposed to do that. Not, don't, don't, don't ever do that. Don't but do what I do, but I look at the sun. Your eyes get sunburn. Yeah, you can As fuck much up. as people are like, oh, I don't like wearing sunglasses and shit dark, or I don't need them, or I don't like the way it looks. You you should be wearing sunglasses. I, I, I wear used them. to wear them when I was driving, and then I, driving. I started figuring it out, and I was like, oh my God, my eyes are getting sunburned. Yes. Like imagine like if you haven't had sunburn, you you sunburn on your skin and and your skin is, is like basically the sun is radioactive. OK, and those radioactive rays are just melting away your skin and heating it up like you're cooking yourself. And so those UV rays are cooking your fucking retinas and your retinas get sunburned and they can't cry out to you as easily as your skin can. Yeah. You're just fucking them up your eyes. You're overworking them. Get your them. fucking sunglasses, people. You know Put what? them on your face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a public service announcement. Get the right ones, okay? I think, uh, you know what it is, too? Like, uh, the worst or the, play, uh, the place that people fuck up a lot is they don't wear glasses when they're out in the water, like in a boat or right. like they're uh, yeah. out in the ocean. That's just reflecting off of the, those rays reflecting yes. off of the surface of the waters. And uh, that's why up. like, uh, you know, you go snowboarding, skiing, you snow. go play in the snow, snow yes. reflects the light back at your fucking face. You can get burned the fuck up. Yeah. You got to protect it. I have, I've gotten sunburned in the snow and it's, it's not fun. It's one of those things you forget about. You're like, oh, my God. You don't think about it, but that sun's reflecting off mm -hmm. of that snow and it's fucking you up. You know what's cool, too, is like you can get um, a UV camera. Uh, you can buy them on, like, Amazon. They can just attach to your phone and shit. UV camera, and then you put sunscreen on the way you normally would, okay? Yeah. Then you, you go ahead and you look through the UV camera at the areas you put sunscreen on. Look at the spots you've missed because when you put sunscreen on, your your skin 
goes away. It's like it's like putting on a colored cream over your face. Uh. Um, you'll you see it in there, and you'll you'll be surprised of like, oh my god, every time I've gone out, this this sunblock is not working as well, or this one works better. Like spray spray is very popular sunblock method of applying yeah. sunblock, but it's not as good as covering the surface area as a cream based sunblock would. I don't know, man. I hear shit about sunblocks and they got chemicals. Your skin absorbs chemicals. Those chemicals go into your body. They go into your bloodstream. Like you, some to get, them, you can get, you know, the right sunblock. There's but you definitely supposed organic, good, like fucking shit. But I don't know, man. I just stay away from it. I don't need it for my skin. I can handle it. So I just stay away from it. I'm like, nah. All skin, man. You say that now, but like when, when the melanoma comes up, <laughs> I love talking about this. I had this conversation before. Because, like, dude, what were people doing before? What were people doing before there was a Walgreens? Before, you know, we had chemicals to spray on ourselves and, like... Die of skin cancer. You think all, all people died? Of, you think everybody was just dying You can off. look at the, the amount of cases where people have, like, died of skin cancer pre and post, like, sunblock methods. Yeah. I don't know, man. For sure. What about in the like, you know, like fourteen hundreds or something, dude? They weren't using no sunblock, dude. Like they think, were all dying from it. skin cancer. Not all of them, but it's a, it's a, it's a trait. <laughs> like they were dying from other fucking I shit. I think too. your body will adapt. They have toilet paper, man. I think people are what just the fuck? fucked. I think they're just fucked up because they they don't go in the sun often enough, and then they go in the sun, and then their their skin's like what the fuck, and they're just getting like fucked up because they don't do it regularly. I think maybe it's like a shock to the system. Maybe they're just not getting enough sun. It's like backwards. You know, it's like counterintuitive. Like you're, there's there's a couple different things. Okay, one, we're you also... Got, dude, you got dark, dude. You can get dark, man. Your your body will adapt. I know. I, my, my body gets dark. If yeah, I, but I saw I those always pictures. go out in sunblock. Dude, you, if people saw you now and you you showed them that picture you showed me, they'd be like, who is this? <laughs> that's, not, that's not your skin. You're like, you look very light, dude. Like... European light, like <laughs> like a Spaniard, dude. Like that's what my family is a Spaniard. Yeah, that's what mine is somewhere too. down the line. But I tan. But like, yeah, you can get you, your body is like you got but it in there. The thing too, though, is that people live longer now. You think so? I know so. Like it's proven. Like the average age of a person, like you would live into your sixties, and they're the people that that felt like the nineties for us now. How long do you think? Uh, and you could see it in in some like like in truckers. I just saw this this video of this guy. <laughs> truckers. Like, yeah, bro. No, for real. <laughs> no, I want to hear about truckers. People who are trucking on the roads. Okay. They get their arm fucked up. I know they that. They get their arm fucked up. Because it's always And in you the can sun. see the difference. Like you would never yeah. really be able to see it. Yeah. In case they're put in this specific scenario. Because the way that they're driving on the roads for constant amount of times, half of their body, and you've known it, you like you yeah, get in a yeah. you've been in traveling in your car before. Like you you start to get hot on one side, you can see like my skin will start to turn red. Um driving in my shorts, like, you know, yeah, to California or something. Dude, this cider is good. Just I know, not, I told you. Just not to change the subject. But it's great. Um but uh but truckers, like they will you could see the age like the sun is aging out your skin harsh compared to the side where their body is not in direct sunlight. So the, for example, like their left side is closer to the window, right? 
So they'll put out their arms, their hands, and you'll see like wrinkled, dark hands, arms on this side. Skin, yeah. it looks like fucking leather. Yeah, yeah, And on yeah. this side, normal. Yeah. Like what you would see of normal, any other normal person the on their right arm. And I seen this, this guy said, uh, there was a post and the, the dude had worked outside construction his whole life and he never wore sunblock. And so his arms and his hands are all just look like an 80 year old man, 90 year old person. Yeah. But never left the house without jeans or pants on. Never wore shorts. Yeah. So his legs look like they're they're in their like fucking thirties. Yeah. Like just just even younger. Like just you know they've never seen the sun and they they are like pristine yeah. looking baby skin. <laughs> That's weird. He fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. He should definitely. Uh, we should we should wore some fucking sunblock. He should. I would have wore shorts. <laughs> if I'm gonna if I'm gonna have my skin just I need everything by radiation. It needs to age evenly. I need I need yeah. I would spend weekends making sure I got sun on my body so I don't fuck up. I'm like everything needs a match. <laughs> I mean, and you can see it too. And like you know, there's people who skin did not age well just because they spent i think their entire fair youth skin, like, for sure. on the beach and shit yeah i think there's fair skin people but i'm just saying man like i don't know man i just don't know man I hey think, man regardless of it all when i go out there i, I think get sunburn i don't feel like peeling skin off my body i think it's the, being the, sunscreen, the amount man. of aloe i gotta put on the dehydration I remember this one time. It's gonna it's gonna fuck you up for uh, in the beginning, but then you're gonna adapt. You no, get back I don't to want your, to adapt. Don't go out that often. To you're, adapt. Gonna, you're gonna get back to your uh-uh. dark ways. It's not, it's not for me. <laughs> Let's get dark Steve back. Sun man. back on, Let's man. bring back darker tan Steve. Dude. No, sir. I want to see that dude, man. That dude was crazy. That dude was wild, man. That dude. That what do you think about crazy. that dude? What if you could talk to that dude? What'd you tell him? Uh, stay inside more. Don't forget the sunblock. <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, <laughs> he's not gonna listen to you. He doesn't know you're you're him. Like, cause you probably wouldn't. Like, would I guess you might notice? You're like that kind of looks like me, but I don't think you would put it together. Like, hey, that's gonna be me if you were young. You know, like it would just look like kind of like you, unless it was some kind of like identifying mark. Like, if you had a birthmark or something on your forearm, I have a birthmark on my forearm. I'll see. I don't know. How I guess that. Which but. one's my forearm? Is this my forearm? Yeah. Okay. Outside. Yeah. So one. if you walked up and you showed him your forearm, this one's pretty specific. Yeah. If you showed him that bicep arm, and you went like that, and then he went, he's like, and then he looks at his arm and he has the same mark. You're like, whoa, what yeah. the fuck? Do you have any birthmarks? Yeah, on my neck right here, dude. You know, they. Have you heard that saying? Like, a birthmark is the way you died in your past life. Well, mine died like the state of California then, because that's what it looks like on my back, dude. I don't have any pictures, but like it goes across and it looks like the the shape. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, maybe you were like stabbed or branded in the back. What if I was branded? Could it be by the branded? state of California, dude? No, that's not how you died, though. Maybe. Like, like for example, if someone died by branding, I died. I I was branded and then I died. No, you were like cut or stabbed a couple times. Or I, I was branded and then later in life I died. 
Yeah, like birthmarks are supposed to be the scars of how you died. So if you were killed by branding, that would leave the scar of a birthmark. But that's a that's a fucking terrible, stupid way to die. (laughs) But what is it? Just your your in your genes? That's how the previous. Um, I don't know died. if this is actual science or anything. But no, but I'm saying just in this theory, is it like is it let's the theory say is the theory that, is like you're reincarnated, right? So okay. in your past life, it's a reincarnation. Yeah, thing. in your past life, uh, you however way you were killed, if it left, if it would have left a scar, that's your birthmark in today's life. Mm. So I don't know how I died in my past life, but it looks like it was to the arm. Okay. Oh yeah, you got you got shot in the arm, dude. Yeah, maybe maybe there was like an infection or an arrow. It could have been an arrow. Yeah, you took a spear, dude. I could have landed on a rock pretty terribly, and that's the scar. Like after breaking what my neck at the stab- same time. What if you got stabbed a bunch of times? That's well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe you got stabbed a bunch of times, and then eventually the healed scar looks like the state of California. Or maybe. Uh, what? If, but I'm saying, what if you got stabbed a bunch of times? Are you gonna have a bunch of dots? Is that is that what freckles are? You got stabbed in the face. No. Or you got shot in the face. Freckles come from the sun. You think it's just... No, but uh, I guess that's not a birthmark. Okay, so... Yeah, but what if you got stabbed a bunch of times? Are you going to have a bunch of birthmarks all over your back? I guess so. Or, or up until the point of the more lethal stab mark. The one that actually did it. Hmm, the body knows. The body knows. Maybe, I got, maybe just my head got chopped off. That's what was left. That could be it. That's where it started. Like you died at that point before the rest of your body. How many how many centuries or thousands of years but people did that to each other? Just cutting off each other's heads? Yeah. Forever, right? Didn't they do it up until like a couple of decades ago? A couple de- oh, you're talking about like the death penalty? Did they actually do like guillotine? I think France had the last Guillotine? Guillotine. Uh, is it is it guillotine or guillotine? I don't know. I'm saying it wrong. Let's see. That's gnarly, dude. Did they let people see it? No. They stopped doing it publicly. Ah, uh, that's bullshit. If you're going to do it, fucking... But they have to have witnesses, though. That every would be like... Every um, death penalty, whatever, has witnesses. Oh, let's see here. I mean, you're not going to put it on live TV or something, but... Are you still talking about, like, a couple decades ago they did this? Like, 80s or something? 90s? Yeah. No way. I thought I would have. Let's see here. Big um, news. The last execution by Head Choppy Offy. Death by Guillotine was 1977. Oh, shit, 70s. Uh-huh, I told you. I and mean, I guess it? it was more than a couple decades, but. So. What's the info? Let's see. France had standardized the method of judicial execution until abolish. Until abolition of capital punishment in 1981 so the last person to be executed in france was hamida john duby guillotined on the 10th of september 1977 whoa they were doing that for fucking centuries over there dude off Um, with his head right he was a tenuncian convicted murderer sentenced to death in france Slide. He kidnapped, tortured, and murdered a 22-year-old 
um, woman. He was sentenced to death in February 1977, executed by guillotine. Wow. This guy looks scary. Well, he was a fucking nutcase, dude. But yeah, they got him staring at the fucking floor and shit. <laughs> Not even staring at the camera. Um, he is supposedly also that girl he kidnapped. What did he do? Uh, oh, I guess he, he had been amputated. He's an amputee. I already had shit missing. I don't fucking know anymore. But, uh, but yeah, he was the last public execution. I mean, it's um, not. By guillotine in it, France. You want to have executions. I mean, I mean, I don't want to have, but I'm saying states want the right. And then they end up using like chemicals that they have to purchase like from out of the country because no U.S. like agency is allowed to like sell the chemicals for what it's going to be used for. And then no doctor is allowed to administer it because that's against the oath of medicine or whatever. I think I'll take like a uh, oath or whatever the HIPAA to, yeah to HIPAA? not to no. not murder motherfuckers Hippocratic oath yeah right isn't that right so yeah that they they're not supposed to do harm yeah so they can't murder no they can't they can't administer the the chemicals so they got to get somebody else that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing or sort kind of sort of knows what they're doing and then sometimes the chemicals don't work so then the person's like suffering and they're like screaming yelling and their fucking skin's on fire like they have like horrible, like, um, fucking stories of like the shit not working or the shit was wrong or it was bad shit. There was actually this trial in England that this this woman was sentenced to hanging. That was her sentence. You she hanging. was sentenced to hanging. So they hung her, um, but she didn't die. Her neck didn't snap, Ooh. and so she was just like hanging there alive, and she just wasn't dying. And so eventually they just cut her down and they were going to rehang her. But then they like stopped and they're like, well, she was hung, though. Well, yeah, but she's not dead. Yeah, but the sentence wasn't hung to death. It was to be hung well, by the neck. Fucked up right there. And she's that happened. So like it went to like a court and she was. Set free? Set free because it's like, well, you served your sentence. That's you th- were hung. That's such a fucking... But you weren't hung to death. It's such a lawyer thing, dude. They're all about loopholes and finding fucking... Well, that's why it's like sentenced uh, by hanging... Death by hanging. Yes. Or hung until dead. That would that would happen with the girl, too, because her body's not as heavy. Mm-hmm. So she's not as dense. So like a dude, well, his body's way too heavy. It'll just fucking snap, you know, or you would choke. I just think it sucks. Like, you're going to be choking. You're going to be hanging by your head. That's going to hurt for so long to just sit there and, like, someone just pass get me out. down already. I think you pass out pretty quick. Oh, my God. Even if you did and you're still alive, though? And they're like, she dead yet? No. Can we, oh, can we kill her? Like, no. This hurts. She's yeah, like, she's like, come down now. <laughs> I've been up here for hours. I think this thing is rubbing on my neck. It hurts. I got a rug burn. Damn, dude. That sucks. That sucks. I mean, she didn't die, though. That would have sucked more. So she got her freedom, I guess. But what did she do? She did something worth. I mean, you don't have to look it up. It's fine. I'm just saying, like, 
did she like kill a bunch of people or something? Like you don't usually hear about chicks getting ex- executed, so that's kind of odd. The majority of murders and shit are done by men. I think like ninety nine percent or something like that. She was probably being tried for being a witch or some shit. Oh, you think so? I don't yeah, know. they did hang people and burn people, right? For witch, witchcraft, witchery. I don't know. Margaret Dixon was an Edinburgh borough, Edinburgh woman who survived being hanged in 1721 hanged for the crime of concealing a pregnancy in the case of a dead child. Oh, my God. That's it? Uh, let's see here. They say that. I mean, they lost kids all the time back in those. What was it? Was the year? Uh, 17. Yeah. The 1700s. Kids were dying all the time. They get sick and they didn't know how to treat them. So let's see. Uh, there are a number of accounts relating to the hanging of Margaret or Maggie Dixon, but as a whole, most agree that Maggie was tried for concealing the birth of her infant son and was hanged in Edinburgh's grass market in the 2nd of September, 1724, coming back to life in the back of a cart on her way to be buried in oh, Musselburgh. So she did pass out. They nicknamed her Half Hangit Maggie. And she would live on for a further 30 or 40 years, dying, it's believed, in 1765. They've had that happen, though. This is not the only, like, case. So I guess maybe she was hung and they assumed that she was dead. Put her down. And then she's alive. She comes back. She came back. They have those stories of, like, people in the morgue. Like in the bag and shit, and they're like, oh, and they're just like screaming because they're inside the fucking bag and the 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 fucking whatever. Uh, what do you call it? The you know the freezers and shit. Oh, with- fucking giant ice chest for bodies. <laughs> That's Is that what it's around. called? No, <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's an igloo for bodies. <laughs> Iggy glue body body. <laughs> no, the dude. E. The, I want to say mortuary, but that, that's where you get buried. Like it's the no, that um, sounds a, no. The mortuary is where. Yeah, you, that's where you, they actually have like the, the embalming. That and sounds stuff. about right. The morgue, you, you're in just, the morgue. Yeah, you're just a, a morgue, right? It's just a morgue. That's where, where they house st- the body. I think that's the definition for morgue is like you house dead people. So like you, um, yeah, the, they have they're like screaming and kicking and shit in there. They need a like. Get them out of the bag, so because they woke up, they were pronounced dead. Like they took their pulse, they were dead, and they came back, came back and fucking rocked the shit. That's dude. fucking scary too, man. Wonder if your your if your heart like rate that, can get um, so fucking, low. What was it? Uh, the Jake Gyllenhaal movie. What movie is that? Where he's buried alive. The fuck. And all he's got is a fucking cell phone. And he was like kidnapped and then buried alive by some like mass murderer dude. And then, like, he he f- has the cell phone, and he's got, like, a very weak signal, and he's got matches and shit, and that's it. And and he uh, ends up talking to, like, a detective or something on the phone and shit, and they're trying to find his body, mm. and he's running out of air. And he's talking to them on the phone. Yeah, and they're like, we think we found the location. We, we got him. He told us where the location is. We're, we're coming to get you. We're coming to get you. And they're digging, they're digging, and they're digging. And he's, like, excited he's going to get out of this. 
And then they say, it's not you. What? They they found a different spot with a different person, but it wasn't him. What the fuck? That's how the fucking movie ends. Uh. <laughs> He's just buried in there and they didn't find him. Oh my God. <laughs> oh shit. That's so sad. He spent a whole fucking two hours. It's crazy because it's like, a, it's a feature film. It's... And the whole movie is just him in a fucking box. Yeah. Talking. Yeah. That's it. But I mean, you gotta, at some point you're like, all right, I got to stop talking because I can't, I'm using more oxygen if I keep talking, right? What right. you think? And then like burning like the, the match uses oxygen. Yeah. It needs oxygen to burn. It's just, that's fucking savage. Yeah. I don't know. How do you get out of that? How do it's you like, unbury yourself? He's Well, you, you do it like Kill Bill. You punch and you punch and you punch and then you do weird kicks all the way up to the surface. That happened to Kill Bill? Yeah. Remember? She got buried alive and then she fucking dug herself out. Dude, that sucks. Yeah. It was definitely not realistic. But yeah, she was running up the dirt. Shit. They showed her like a side view. Like like a like an ant farm they showed I her. I don't remember that scene. Yeah, it was weird. I'm going to have to take a look at it. I think it's the second one. I remember. Maybe the first one. No, not the first one. It's got to be the second one or third one. But yeah, um, I don't know, dude. I guess it's that was one of those movies that you can only really watch one time, and then you're like, all right, I can't watch it again. I already know what the fuck's gonna happen, you know? Like, uh, what was that other movie with Liam Neeson where he was on the plane and they were trying to figure out who was like passenger, right? Is that what it was called? The one Liam Neeson movie where he's on the plane, and he's trying to figure out who put the bomb on the plane and who's. Like and he's and like everybody's a suspect, you know, on the plane. And there's always this sketchy guy, and you're like, it's got to be him, but it's not, you know. Like I don't know, I don't remember that one. It's it's not a bad movie, but uh, once you figure out at the end, you know who it was, you know, because there's all the misdirections and everything that they give you. Like we well, can't watch it anymore. Cause then, I mean, you yeah, could, I guess you're right. You can watch I don't know. it. There's, there's movies like, like uh, one of my favorite movies is Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yes. Um, that stars uh, Robert Downey Jr., Val and Kilmer, Samuel Jackson. Uh, Samuel Jackson in it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I got it mixed up <laughs> with another movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah that's well, I'm laughing. Regardless, <laughs> there's no I, I can watch that movie multiple times, mainly because every time I watched it, like I've watched it like several times, at least a dozen times, and the first like half a dozen times, you see different things for the the outcome of the movie. So, like, you see different clues and shit about the mystery that's going on in the movie and whatnot. And another, like, fun thing about watching that movie is watching it with people who haven't seen it before. Because, like, I love to see the reaction of people like, oh, my gosh, what the twist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the movies with good twists are always awesome. But, you know, a good movie is just a good movie and you can watch it as many times as you want. Right. You know, regular, decent movies that are just good stories. If it's a mystery, you're going to watch it once and you're like, well, I can't really. I mean, you could watch it a second time because then you're like, oh, I see what they were doing in the beginning of the movie. Like, I didn't notice that part when they were doing this in the background. You know, you can. Yeah, it's like you you look back like, I mean, like Fight Club. 
that's one that 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 ruins its mystery. But if you go back and watch it, like then you start to see the little things that have happened in this movie, like random frames of where, like they spliced in, uh, oh yeah, dick pic or something. Yeah, well, not the dick pic, but but <laughs> they where they that. they slice they splice in Brad Pitt. Did you know there's frames in the movie where Brad Pitt is just randomly flashed in a frame or two? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff. He's and in then, the office. He's in the yeah, office. Yeah, he's in the office. And he's, he's uh, printing paper or something, and then you just get a... You get the, the And you don't mark. even realize you see it, and you go rewatch, and you're like, oh, my God, was that there the first time? Yeah. And then you start to see, like, different aspect, like, different view of the story. When you know the ending of, the, of a movie, and it's a good movie, like that one... You know, like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, you go and rewatch it <laughs> and you see things. I like how you put Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I gotta, I gotta make sure it's up there. With, with yeah. Fight Club. <laughs> it's, it's up there. Same tier. On your list. <laughs> On my list. Um, but like, you know, in, in Fight Club, you go yeah. and you rewatch that movie and you see the things that lead to the outcome. Like it was like the movie was telling us the whole time. And we just didn't have the ability to recognize it. Like Memento is like that too. Oh yeah, Where, a lot of Christopher Nolan movies. You got to watch it more than once, and mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh shit, okay, oh, shit." Yeah, it's been there the whole time. Like we were aware of this the whole fucking time, but we just did not know we were. Yeah, the especially Fight Club, especially one of those movies because then those scenes where Edward Norton's watching Brad Pitt fight. Now you're like, no, he wasn't watching Brad Pitt fight. He was fighting. Yes, he, he was, was fighting, fighting, but he was picturing himself watching himself fight. So it was like some kind of out of body experience he was having. But but yeah, the movie led you to believe us two characters the whole time. But most of those scenes, you're like, oh wait, no, he was the one doing that. He was the one giving the speeches to all the fucking crazy people, you know? Mm-hmm. He didn't realize he was doing that. And he even tells you while he's narrating, because there's a whole narration on the movie. Right. Edward Norton's constantly narrating. And um he was at the doctor when he got hurt one of the times. And uh, he's like, sometimes I let uh, Tyler talk for me. And he's like, tell him you fell down the stairs. He's like, I fell down the stairs. He's like, tell him, tell him this or something. He's like, oh, the, you know, and he just keeps like, relay. you see a relay of messages and you're like, that's kind of weird. at the doctor's office. Some guys. Yeah, just, exactly. But, but it's not. It's in his head. Yes, because it's in his head. Yes. Yeah, so now you're like, and you, and you watch it, you get a different scene. perspective. It's that, a different scene for you. They've they've gotten yeah. the fucking value of that movie because you can, you know, imagine like you see that when it comes out in theaters, and you have the fucking geeky friend that worked at the movie theater. And he's like, bro, have you watched that movie? Like, because I've seen it a couple times. Um, it, it's crazy because you could see this and this and this happen. You're like, no fucking way. No yeah. fucking way. Now I've got to go buy a whole fucking other ticket to go see this movie again. <laughs> and you're just doing that. You're like, fucking shit. I like Tarantino too. He'll do stuff like that too. Um, or he, he just has these long dialogues that sometimes you you don't really listen to what they're talking about. But then later you watch it a second or third time. You're like, oh shit. The whole time they're talking about that. That's what they're talking about. Like the opening scene with John Travolta and they're ta- they're having a whole conversation about foot massages. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, he's like, uh, I heard that that dude got thrown off of the second the balcony because uh, he gave uh, his uh, his wife a foot massage. And he's like, that's pretty crazy. And he's like, oh. and the guy's like, I don't know, man. He's like, I give pretty good foot massages. He's like, uh, he's like, they're they're pretty sexual. And he's like, man. Foot massage is just a foot massage. 
You know, there's nothing about foot massage. He's like, <coughs> and then, uh, you know, they're just going back and forth about a foot massage, right? And he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, you ever give a foot massage? He's like, yeah, man. I get the oils. I get everything, man. I, I'm real deep into it. That's what Samuel is saying. Right. And then uh, John Travolta's like, would you give me a foot massage? He's like, fuck you. And he just walks away. He's like, come on, man. Give me a foot massage. And he's like, fuck you. And they're just talking shit to each other, dude. And it's just funny. Because it's not it's not just a foot massage, you know? Like, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that, like, especially... It can be Why more. is that scene in a movie? Because it's natural. Like, it's a fucking conversation. It's a great conversation. It's just people talking. And then, and it's it's natural. It's not something that's, like, scripted to move the, the plot of the movie forward or anything. It's just... It's just what it is. It's a great dialogue. Yeah, that's between. one of the reasons, like, like I like Kevin Smith movies. Like, you watch Clerks, and that's oh, pointed out, God, like, yeah. several times. Like, you got the scene where they're just sitting there, and they're talking about the Death Star. And they're talking about, like, you know what, though? I kind of feel bad for what happened on the Death Star. Like, well, what's up with that? Like, what do you mean? Well, I mean, it's like a government thing right so you have like government contracting guys like everyone's so happy that the death star was blown up but it was like mid the first one again but the second death star that got blown up was mid construction so there's a lot of crews so it's not just <laughs> fucking stormtroopers that are on the death star right yeah, yeah, you've yeah. got like construction workers you, you know how you would how, would, how would that feel like yeah. you know, i mean think about it like you got a guy who's like a roofer he's out there put in the fucking roof on the Death Star and all of a sudden some rebels come and blow him up and you think the government like contract's gonna suck right and then you got another guy who's just like yeah man he's just buying milk and he's like yeah my uncle worked for government contract like that they ain't gonna pay for the families yeah all, all the only breadwinner in the household just blown up because some fucking rebel terrorist. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's a different perspective for sure. And, but it's, it's, it had no point in the plot in the movie. It was just something that it's just natural conversation. You get yeah. lost in those kind of scenes because it's the same reason. Like, you know, you get lost in conversations, just talking with your friends. It's just bullshit that comes up because it's just like thoughts people have. And no one's like, yeah, well, you know, put that in a movie why would i put that in a movie that's weird it's like well you don't need to it's just it doesn't need to be weird it's normal it's natural it's conversation it it does need to be in in the movie and most um big budget movies don't won't waste time like that no on, they won't on dialogue like that but when you do get that in the movie you do get these moments of having a stupid conversation it makes the character feel it makes real. the movie feel more well the characters real are alive you. yeah it, they, they're real people it brings now them. yeah because they had a real conversation like a real person they would. had a, a personality trait that that like you know matches with the every everyday average dude like you believe it, what they're saying more this is a conversation two people might have right and it's just funny hearing them go back and, and it's forth. true because you know you had that fucking conversation once with somebody yeah, and so yeah, they make it, it brings them alive, and then now you're more invested. So whatever happens to these characters, you're more invested now, because because uh, you got to hear a piece of them. So right, it's yeah, it's just great writing and great directing. But um, those are the those are the things that make these uh, movies great. You know, those little those little parts mm-hmm. that last definitely because they they're uh, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> oh man, I think we're hitting it. I think we're hitting the end. We hit it. 
Yeah. And we hit it hard, man. Good. We came in here and we were like, bam, bam, right hook, left hook. Uh-huh. I don't know how many hooks you're supposed to do. I don't really follow. Uh-huh. Too. Left hook, right hook, left again. Are right you just again. hooking? Is it just like this? If you're, That's like a fucking gorilla attacking I'm made you. of hooks. I got nothing but hooks. <laughs> All right. Well, this is another <laughs> uh, lovely iteration of Digital Cortex. Um, it's been a pleasure. Uh, this is a great Wednesday evening. My name is Steven. That's Random Styles. Um, we're gonna we're gonna say goodbye. Later. 